Good evening. This is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, I'm welcoming you. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for being in a place where you prefer to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. When I come to the airwaves, I am always coming with a full heart of gratitude and thanksgiving for the opportunity to be able to speak to the issues of our liberation, our salvation, our deliverance, to realize that everybody is absolutely blessed with each and every breath, every beat of our hearts, and our, and my intention is to remind us, because there is so much going on. We hear that all the time. There's so much going on. There's so much going on. There has always been so much going on, but the absolute reality is that it all goes on in the very presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself, that the earth is as small as the head of a pen in relationship to the rest of all there is. And whatever is going on on the earth is only temporary. The issue for us is do we care to walk in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these points of this absolute and supreme presence? Do we care to come to a point and place where we are making a difference everywhere that we show up? Or do we want to be referred to as some of that all that's going on that is creating such disdain, such a distaste, distraction, distortion, dysfunction, degradation, violation, dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death and the shadow of the valley of death when we are already immersed in the reality of eternity? I consciously care to give us opportunity to consider the blessing there is with each and every breath and every beat of our heart and come to a point and place where we are inspired, we are consciously caring that our lives matter, all life matters, and that we are not functioning as a detriment to ourselves and we do nothing to undermine ourselves as our response to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. It matters that we have a clear understanding and an understanding there are those forces that are positioned and have slated their agendas so that we are not standing. And so for us to really be insured and assured of our place in existence in history on the right side of the equation is that we have to really care to be completely cleared from the anger, the anger, the anguish, the angst, the resentments, the frustration, and all of the things, the emotions, the negativity that undermines our capacity to stay focused in the reality of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, if you cannot see anything greater than the degradation of violation and all of that, then you are missing yourself in truth. Because there is nothing really more sacred than life itself. And our coming to a point and place where it matters to us that we are celebrating the sacredness of existence, that we are making our lives sacred by consecrating our bodies as the temples 
where the spirit of the living gods and goddesses are dwelling and to understand that these people have figured out a way to rob the temples of the living gods and goddesses of their wealth, their treasures, their riches, their peace, their poise, their power, their potency, their intelligence, their ingenuity, their genius, their sensibilities, their ability to respond correctly and directly in exalting a full effort and a full life's urge robbed us of the morality and the sensibility that allows us to truly be in in alignment, in harmony with the light of our truth. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence, so to be supremely present as a presence of existence itself and to understand there's literally only one purpose in being and that's to be purposed in the exaltation of life itself and to be in service is what life is and under capitalism we've learned that to do very little unless you can get paid for it and so in our now moment we can get real clear about the divinity of existence itself and try to imagine what it would be like not to exist. To come to a point and place where you realize that everything that you have experienced, you had something to do with it. We're in a now moment where we have to take responsibility for the thoughts that we're thinking, the words that we're speaking, the things that we're doing, and how we allow things to impact and influence us. And so where we care to be consistently unfolding and growing and expanding in our consciousness and our conscientiousness and to be in a place where we're under the grace and the protection of the Almighty, of the Absolute, of the Most High, as some would say, then it matters that we care to walk in the virtues of character that are consistent with who we are as these points of the presence of God. To realize that in this now moment, there's a quickening that's going on. And we can be quickened. Quickened to the degree to which we're making quantum leaps in absolute reality. And we are reversing any of the issues that may have started crystallizing in our tissues. As lupus or... AIDS or diabetes or HIV or herpes or any of the issues that may bother us, things that we're not even necessarily speaking about, but to know that we've created from what we've been doing consistently over time. And in order to recreate, we have to develop the consistency over time in doing what is necessary to literally cleanse the tissues, the the cells, to hydrate them, oxygenate them, mineralize and facilitate opening up all channels of elimination so that the toxins, the poisons, the chemicals, the That which is inorganic can find its way out of our bodies for our bodies are divinely designed and designed divinely to consistently regenerate at the cellular level. So because the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning, then the methodology of our liberation has to happen at the cellular level so that we are able to really create a consistent, consistent unfoldment 
and to know that so many of us have gone through so many situations and circumstances. We've had broken bones and healed from them. We've had surgeries and healed from them. We've had cuts and scars and stabbed wounds and all of this, gunshot wounds, and we've healed from them. So why is it that we think that we can't heal without having our body parts cut out? Why is it that we are not willing to accept that we can completely cleanse and heal from everything? When I tell people that I've had clients to reverse the cancer, they say, oh, you can, cancer can be cured. Yes, it can be cured. It can be completely wiped out like a memory. And so we have to take our time to get into the absolute reality and remember the things that we were told from the time we were very young and growing up in the church. You understand, and there are those of you who are still in the churches and you're not accepting really the divinity of your own being. You think more of the book than you do your body temple. And there is so much more. So those things represent the life force that we each are and the elevation of our consciousness from the lowest to the highest. And we should be in a place and space where we're willing to do whatever is necessary in order to be completely cleared and cleansed from having violated beings charged upon our blood, to be in a place and space where the inebriation, the intoxication, the subjugation is happening at the cellular level so that we're not feeling well. We might look good, You understand? But it's only for a minute that you can look good when you don't feel well. It's only for a little while that you can look good and then be undermining yourselves with the residues and the chemicals and the toxins and the mucus and the poisons and the tobacco and the alcohol and whatnot and the agenda of those companies is to create addiction at younger and younger ages so that they can be pretty much assured decades of financial support. We're in a now moment that requires us to really get real clear about what we're living for. And to know that when you're faced with circumstances and situations that have crystallized in your tissues, that you've created it and you can recreate it. And when every atom and every cell of your being is completely charged with an overwhelming intensity of desire to be cleared and cleansed and purified, to be made whole, to accept that I am healed, I am this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and there is no disease in intelligence. And to do what is required in order to open up all channels of elimination. See, when you are in a place where you did everything that these people say do, we followed the path of adulteration like it was the yellow brick road. And at the end of it, and in the midst of it, we begin to break down. We begin to have everything around us break down. Our marriages fail. Our relationships with our children are sacrificed because we are creating devastation within our very tissues and now we have the opportunity to cleanse and to heal and to accept that all of it is temporary. But what we know is that we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. The truth that we each are these points of presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. It beats our heart. It breathes us. 
And we have the opportunity to be in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, to be functioning under the auspices of our souls, to have the grace and the protection that is needed in order to really raise forward and raise up on behalf of life itself. Not against anything or anybody, but on behalf of everything and everybody. See, the wisdom is in knowing that when you apply yourself to the infinitudes, the virtues of integrity that are consistent, that shape our character, that this is how we really cultivate the true wealth of who we are. And to understand that there is no amount of money that has greater value than one beat of our heart or one breath that we take. And we, as these points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that's charged upon the blood and held upon this cross that is our own skeletal system that we have the opportunity to speak our truth to power in utilizing the words that we can speak. To call forth and claim the divinity of our own being. To say thank you, O oh absolute and supreme intelligence, for allowing me to even contemplate and consider, to give thought to, to know that everything that I am and everything that I have is your gift. Thank you for the purification, the renewal, the rebirth, so that I am a gift unto all and can accept the blessing that all are unto me. For I realize that there is nothing but you. And to know that in this now moment, the victory and the triumph is in love. The victory and the triumph is in oneness. The victory and the triumph is in seeing nothing but you in the eyes of everything and everybody. To know that in this now moment, we have the power to flip the script. We have the power to erase decades and decades of violation charged upon us by consciously caring to be well oxygenated and hydrated and mineralized and open up all channels of elimination so that that these body temples are completely consecrated for the re-enthronement of the true living spirits of God and Goddess. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of all of those who've come before us, those who led the revolts, those who whose spirits were cast forward in the oceans and those who were tossed and those who jumped and all of those whose blood still cries from this earth. We give thanks for the redemption. We give thanks for the reconciliation. We give thanks for the renewal. We give thanks for the rebirth. We give thanks for the reassessment, the reattunement, for allowing us to come to a point and place where we can truly mature as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of your own absolute and supreme presence. You say, ask, and it shall be given to knock, and the door would be open to seek, and we would find and we give thanks that we are asking to stand in the light of the supreme intelligence to be in a place and space where no weapons formed against us shall have any power in our lives because we give all of our attention unto that which is wholeness. We give all of our attention unto that which is rightness, right alignment, 
that which is righteous. We thank you for the right use of the faculties that we've been given so that we are able to stand in the light of the truth of your absolute and supreme intelligence, knowing that there is no supremacy in whiteness. There is no supremacy in blackness. The supremacy is in dwelling as points of your own absolute and supreme presence in absolute love, light, wisdom, peace, poise, power, potency, and consciously caring to optimize and maximize our input, our influence in this world, in this now moment, so that we are a glory unto the legacy of the lineages that we represent. Those whose names we can call and those names that we will never know. Thank you for the earth that is our footstool in the heavens that is our ceiling. Thank you that we realize that we are limitless, that we are boundless, because every atom and every cell of our being is completely permeated with nothing but intelligence at our core. In all of that that can be eliminated, we give thanks that we're flushing, that everything that is inorganic in us is being flushed from us. To get us to a place and space where we are literally exalting the truth of ourselves, getting beyond the thousands of years of identity theft, where we have taken all of these other things as if they were the truth of ourselves. But there is only one truth as to who we each are. We are each these points of this absolute and supreme presence, that cosmic I am so that each of us can say, I am, that I am, that I am, that we refer to is the causation foundation, the true source of our being directly. And to realize that divinity is our commonality. It is the lowest and common denominator of all of existence itself, and we're having a little difficult reconciling ourselves to respect the right of other beings to have the right to their lives because we've been following the tenets of other ones who are disregarding, disrespecting, disobeying, and after a while will be disqualified for rendering so many ones distracted and dysfunctional in this sea of deprivation and degradation and violation and sickness and illness and disease. It is not going to end well, so we might as well get to a point and place where we care to ensure our emergence off the planet as embryonic gods and goddesses by doing that which is necessary in the clearing, the cleansing, the consecration, the purification, the renewal and rebirth of the truth of ourselves on behalf of the establishment of the eternal laws, the eternal order, and the eternal government, to know that there is nothing that is guaranteed success in this realm, in this world, except for the establishment of the kingdoms and queendoms of light. We give thanks that our marriages are becoming whole, that we are able to transcend, transform, and transmute it all towards our greater good, to realize that when we are not no longer a detriment to ourselves, to realize that we are here to exalt a full life's urge, that we have so much available to us, that the scheme and the agendas of other ones shall have no sway in our lives if we don't 
apply ourselves to them. And after being influenced by them, being permeated and penetrated in every atom and every cell of their uh, our beings with their toxicity of the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all of this stuff, then all we really need to do is to really love our living to the degree to which we really care to be optimally cellularly functioning. Optimum brain functioning, optimum liver functioning, optimum glandular functioning to come to a point in place where the blood is being completely cleared and cleansed and consecrated, charged and whatnot. So we're literally creating the quality of blood that facilitates the consciousness of one who knows itself to be absolute and supreme intelligence. The quality of blood that facilitates the quality and the substance of being that knows itself as love. That in light of and in spite of any other thing, that it's easy to forgive and to move forward. It's easy to let go. It's easy to accept a greater way and to incorporate and internalize that which is going to be edifying, uplifting, consecrating. And to know that when it comes time to leave here, we should be leaving here. And with the amount of confusion and devastation and degradation and violation and sex trafficking and all of the ugliness that's going on, know that it really is temporary. There is no way for it to be continued indefinitely. Because it will all come to an end. And if Mother Earth and Mother Nature decide that they are extremely tired of being disrespected and disregarded, if they are so extremely tired of their children of all species being desecrated and violated, we cannot take 40 days and 40 nights of rain. We're in a, a new moment where we have to walk softly upon the planet. To come to that point and place and space where we are seriously honored and humbled to have access to such divinity, such beauty. To become passionate in our living, in our loving, in our lifting, in our enriching, our enhancing our celebrating, our rejoicing, our singing and our dancing, to be in a place and space where joy is pouring forth in every fiber of our being. And we're stronger than we've ever been. We're thinking clearly. We're revitalizing and revivifying. We're setting a whole new precedent, new paradigm for the return of the order of the ages. And I give thanks and am so grateful for all of those who are in this now moment who are positioning themselves to control themselves, 
to know that that is the only thing we have control over and when we will control ourselves and learn how to control our thoughts and our minds and our passions and our lusts and whatnot so that we have a hunger and a thirst for nothing but absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. To be in a place and space where we are a glory and an honor unto all. To know that there is no wealth that is greater than the wealth of who we are, what we are, and to be able to truly serve the purposes of why we are in the continuation of the lineages that we represent. In issuing in and being the vehicles and vessels of absolute law being infused upon ourselves so that we are able to speak them into existence as to what is necessary for our being qualified for continuance in existence after following those who have been wrong for so long and have already been judged and condemned to be disqualified for continuance in existence for the rest of all of eternity. We don't want to be with that one. It's time to divest. To come to a point where you honor. To love is to worship and to worship is to love. To honor. To consciously care. To realize that there are so many wonderful people upon this planet. And every being that is in a body really needs to be completely cleared. Cleared of the anguish, the angst, the frustration, the memory of the violation, the trespasses. And to know that the karmic debt cannot be rebuked or revoked. But we are able to mitigate and circumvent some of it by getting into as much light and as much love as we possibly can so that we are able to weather the storms, to be gifted with the insight, the intuition, the knowing of where to be, how to move, so that we don't get caught with our purpose down. And to know that the blessing in this now moment is that the veils of illusion and delusion are being cast off and that the earth mother has reached maturity and it is in the maturity and maturing of the earth mother with the veils of oppression and illusion and delusion will be cast off of all of the hued people of the planet. Now is our turn to decide if we will participate with it. But you cannot work against yourself. You cannot undermine yourselves. You cannot literally feel entitled to be killing yourself and think that there's some prosperity that you'll ever have. Because there is no prosperity that is greater than you. And so we give thanks for this opportunity to rejoice in the blessedness of our being. We give thanks for the opportunity to know of a surety how to stand and to be guided. 
to be in a place and space where we have no shame about standing on behalf of our empowerment, particularly as the wombed men, to reclaim our rights, to know how to facilitate our healing for ourselves, our sisters, our brethren, our mothers, our fathers, our children, our communities, and our nations, and our global family. You're in tune to Map Time Jazz, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. responsibility to 
bring forward children into the world without understanding what the purpose and existence is, without ever really coming to that place within themselves where they fully committed to the laws of life itself so that the children don't get the benefit of having the examples of those who are harmonized within the light and the wisdom and the intelligence of existence. And everybody's in a place and space where we are impacted and affected by what we don't know, impacted and affected by what other ones are consciously trying to inflict and impose upon us that is not the truth, is not what is real. We have to come to a point and place where we care for the clarity. where we care to be completely cleared of the violations and adulteration to come to a point where we are willing to be forgiven to be forgiving to release and let go of our shame our guilt the blame and all of those things that are negatively impacting us so that it becomes blockage and obstruction to our greater good and our greater growth and our unfoldment and expansion as conscious beings as living intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We should be in a mindset where we really care to reverse the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues so that the corporate deities of death are not able to consistently and continuously generate millions and millions and trillions of dollars in the perpetuation of their poisons. And just because people don't die right away from the ingestion of the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, neutral sweet, aspartame laden, uh, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this stuff does not mean that it is not detrimental to ourselves. And being mindful that we are divinely designed and designed divinely to regenerate, to be consistently rejuvenating, provided that we are supporting this cellular functioning of us, provided that we care to literally honor ourselves and ourselves and to realize that that is the first line of defense when you are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide where other ones are making being out of alignment with the laws of governance making it seem like it's chic it's, it's so popular everybody's doing it so we want to do it too and I'm saying we have to come to a point where we're willing to protect our children from the ditches and valleys of degradation protect our children from dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death protect our children from being undermined by those who have no love no light no wisdom and no truth but when you are apparently the issue that you are undermining your children then understand you are scheduling a tragic date with fate for them and the sisterhood has to come to a point where it matters to us what we're doing within ourselves to ourselves so that we are able to do what we are chosen to do as the perpetuator of our lineages so that we are not a detriment to our children nor are we a detriment to our lineages come 
to a place where we are able to reverse these issues. We are able to really move forward in a progressive way when we have an understanding and an understanding as to what progress really is. But to think that the progression lies in our continually to build boxes sky high for people to live in congestion and constipation in the roadways, and then you're creating congestion and constipation in the blood, the tributaries where the blood flows, you are creating blockage and obstruction to the greatness of the lineages that we should function in the integrity of we are in a now moment where we are being called to the truth, called to the light, called to rise, called to be in a place where we are no longer complicit and complacent with our own annihilation that we are consciously carrying to walk in the integrity of the essence of ourselves as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme presence and absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that intelligence male or female, the progenitor or the perpetuator of lineages do not kill themselves and the children of lineages we do not do that and I know that there are so many ones who are grieving right now trying to turn the grief into a celebration a grief of the sorrow of all of these babies who are being taken out prematurely and I can't tell you how many ones I've seen who are never ever the same after losing their children to gun, gang violence death whatever we have to come to a point and place where we are living to make a difference in this world to come to a point where it really matters how we're showing up, to come to a point and place where we are willing to accept the duty, obligation, and responsibility to blaze in the light of this absolute and supreme presence, to make it ours so that we are able to secure our lineages in, in a gloriously rising destiny and the fulfillment of the will of God, the ways of God, the laws of God, then the establishment of the eternal order and the eternal government upon the planet so that we are literally creating heaven on earth. And so for where we are right now, and for wherever you are in this process of unfolding, Realization, revelation, epiphanies, clarification. I'm encouraging you to make commitments to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are, to be in a place where we understand that we have no leverage in a system that's intended to make sure we have no leverage over it, that we feel helpless, we feel hopeless, that we are always. looking at the situation and the circumstances, the degradation, the disenfranchisement, the dissatisfaction, the disgust, the discontent that hold this frequency that we are discouraged by it. That we do not see the light at the end of the tunnel, nor do we see the light that is ever-present, all-pervasive, filling all spaces because the condition of our blood and our body temples is going to lay foundation. 
appreciation for our perspective, our perception, and how we see. And it is in this seeing that we have an opportunity to have a rightful standing and understanding and understanding with that which allows us to stand absolutely and for our caring to realize that this is where we have the greatest opportunity to live the greatest life is when we care to be rightly aligned with that which sees in the beginning. This now moment requires us to understand that a, a system based upon capitalization, if the people themselves were oriented towards exalting life, then we could create a whole, whole other frequencies of talent, skills, abilities, and not just capitalizing, but, but truly cultivating and utilizing and the, the genius and the ingenuity and the talents towards the wellness, towards the wholeness, towards the good and the greatness of existence itself, that all beings are intelligences of existence. And even those ones who have been tampered with and bred and, and different species that have been cultivated specifically for human consumption, even with all of that that goes on, these are still intelligent creatures, intelligent enough to love their lives, intelligent enough to feed and know their food, excrete their waste, know their time, perpetuate themselves, and be able to respond correctly and directly when they sense that their lives are threatened. But those ones who are in the slaughterhouse, those ones who are in the feedlot, those ones who are kept in captivity, born in captivity, maintained and sustained in captivity, and suffer all manners of abuses and whatnot, they, their spirits are are filled with the pain and anguish and frustration and whatnot now that we see that mirrored in the lives of the people who feed off of them. And these are the ones who become gang members. These are the ones who become rapists and violators and bank robbers and thieves and those who were never fed fruits, vegetation, herbs, water, and whatnot. They were fed the flesh of dead animals, the white sugar, the Kool-Aid, the, all of this garbage. These are the ones that we have created. See, there were no ghettos, and there were no niggas, and there were no crackers, and there were no chinks, and there were not, none of that. There were only intelligences of existence that were many-hued with all manners of intelligence, all talent, skills, and abilities, and the bastardization and usurpation that is taking place at the cellular level because of the capitalization because they are those who feel as though let the buyer beware the basic fair. You understand that they feel like they can do any goddamn one thing to anybody at any time and damn the consequences. And I'm saying no, there is no way for that not to come back and bite you in your behind because the bottom line is that the judgment has been issued and you have been condemned to death. And being condemned to death does not mean that you should not be working towards some salvation in spite of and in light of it. Because we are able to shift and change, to repent and be healed, to be whole. There is no reason for us to continue to dwell in the ditches and valleys of degradation when we have the opportunity to come into the light of salvation and deliverance from it all. being in a place where we are creating detriment 
sad to see that we have everything available to us and we'll throw ourselves away in the acquisition of things. And we will neglect the conscious care and cultivation and loving of our children so that we are able to love the things. And it is really in our loving, our honoring, our exalting, our right alignment with the virtues of character and to be virtuous, to be integrous, to be highly ethical and highly moral, to be in a place and space where we are willing to use everything towards the greater good, to serve the greatness and the goodness of everything and everybody, to understand how the laws work. And when you have a wholehearted effort and make a wholehearted effort to give that which needs to be given so that there is a fullness, a betterment, a, an, an enhancement in the hearts and the minds and the spirits of the people as opposed to you feeling entitled to be able to manufacture and create things that are detrimental, whether it's the pharmaceuticals, the drugs, the, the programming. And so we're in a now moment that requires us to care, to care like we've never cared before, to get to a point in place where not caring is just not acceptable. Not rising is not acceptable. Not flipping the script so that we have an understanding and an understanding and we have the opportunity to truly participate with the establishment of the eternal order. We have the opportunity to participate with the resurrection and the reorientation of those of us who are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We have the opportunity to stand on behalf of those who could not, who would not, who were struck down, assassinated, annihilated, and kept from coming into the world. We, who are living in this now moment, have the opportunity to be fully participatory with the resurrection of us as a global humanity. Why would we not care to participate? And the frivolousness of your day-to-day activities doing nothing that really matters and then undermining yourself and then going to complain When these ones have no regard for you, no respect for you, will run you down in the streets at your rallies and whatnot, put you in a place and space where you are yelling guilty and offensive, but then you take no responsibility to be completely clear, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, and revitalized. This is the path of our liberation and our resurrection. Nobody, regardless of what doctor they are, regardless of what they've done, how many books they've written, what kind of uh, audiences they've had, they have never, ever created a greater way than loving the Creator with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might, consciously caring to live, to be an honor and a glory, and to the lineages that we represent. They have not created a greater way than honoring the integrity of our own beings, our own cellular functioning, putting ourselves in a place and space where they are optimally functioning. 
functioning because we have sense enough to breathe deeply and drink water and do the herbs and do the clays and eat that which is fruit and vegetation and everything else that can be on shelves indefinitely from the beef jerky to all of the, the uh, freeze-dried this and the salmon that and all of this stuff. Why would you all continue to feed off the flesh of dead animals and all of this stuff when you are hearing the voice on behalf of our resurrection give you the keys to that which is liberation of your own soul? Because your care will, will help transcend and, and transmute everything into your greater good. Your caring will activate your spirit to the degree to which the spirit that is you in that body is greater than the chemicals and the worms and the maggots and the parasites and all of their waste and all of that filth that you are able to still call upon the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the voice of God, and care to be who you are as a child of God and to know that your right is to be right, your right is to be corrected, your right is to exalt the light, and that is what we have to do if we will be saved from the devastation of degradation and violation and adulteration to come to a point and place where we are 100%, 150%, 200% committed wholeheartedly, body, heart, mind, cells, and soul towards our resurrection. There's no way in hell that you're going to be really respected as an intelligent person when you love killing yourself and anesthetizing and inebriating, intoxicating and whatnot. And there's so many ones that just following that same path don't have a clue as to the cancers they're creating, the heart disease they're creating, the strokes and, and the other diseases that are going to ravage their nice, firm, fine, beautiful bodies and at some point there'll be nothing of them left. And so our now moment is pregnant with opportunity to come into the awesome frequency of love. To accept the correction that is ours to accept after having followed those who are wrong. To reverse this pattern of continuing in the progression of errors. And to know that the laws are in full effect. We get what we ask for. We get what we apply ourselves to, consciously or unconsciously. But to be in a place where you are undermining yourself and filling your body up with that which is going to create nothing but filth. So that it poisons your bloodstream. And when your bloodstream is poisoned, then your capacity to think is distorted. And that's what we're seeing in terms of the trigger-happy policemen and those who feel entitled to kill, those who feel entitled to oppress and suppress and rape and violate, those who feel entitled to enslave little girls and young women in the fulfillment of base desires for sex. 
those who are the pedophiles. He understand? We have to come to a point and place where we care to be in the integrity of the truth of ourselves. And yes, the traps here in this realm are the traps of sensuality, where you can't control your desires and your appetites. And see, that's what the desire for flesh does. Puts you in a position where it becomes very difficult to control your urges. And not only is it difficult to control your urges, then you begin to have such such perverse urges. And we have the opportunity to transcend it, to claim our lives, to claim our divinity. And whatever our experiences have been, they are experiences. Our experiences, conditions, and situations are not our truth. But our greatest leverage and our greatest wealth and our greatest prosperity and our greatest opportunity to leave the earth as living beings and to avoid the calamity of death and being trapped and suffocated in bodies filled with filth to the degree to which you cannot activate any of your energy center cells or glands so that the spirit can truly get out of the body alive. We have the opportunity now to really care about how we're living. Because how we're living is going to lay foundation for how we're leaving or not. This is our time to dwell in the reality of our inherent blessedness as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginning us in this infinite and eternal. To learn how to pray without ceasing and loving it with our whole bodies, hearts, minds, lives, so that we are carried to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses are being completely re-enthroned. And we have the opportunity to create the institutions, the culture, of godliness and sacredness, a culture that reverences, respects life itself. And this is really the real foundation of what real success upon the planet is because those who are committed to death are most certainly coming towards it. The death will take you over. And after a while, all of the death industries would have killed all of those who would have partaken of the death if they would all be dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need to come to a point of place where we care to be the living ones, the loving ones, the exalted ones, the eternal ones, the immortal ones. This is our time. Here in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is a dominant voice of resurrection and heralds of the 